Good evening and welcome to the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. On tonight's episode, Big Tim and I will be joined by our guest, some fat guy in Ohio, Brian Lemon. Tonight, we will review WWE's premium live event, WrestleMania 38. Tonight, we look back at our predictions and see how closely we were right to the results of the show. Join us on tonight's episode of the Cosmic Conversion Show as we predict the future of the WWE. Welcome to the Cosmic Conversion Show with Big Tim and Dr. Love. On tonight's episode, we're reviewing WrestleMania 38. And tonight, we're being joined by my good friend and yours, Brian Lemon. Hello, everybody. How's it going tonight, guys? I'm excited for one. It's been about a week since WrestleMania, and it's time for... Our review, I'm especially curious to see how we truly did. Oh, yeah, I am too. I'm very excited for to see how we did. Without further ado, things that happened, some of the things that didn't happen, potentially some things we didn't know was going to happen. I agree. So with that... Without further ado, let's just dive right into the first night of WrestleMania. So that was April 2nd, and the first match that we had up for that night was the Usos versus Nakamura and Boogs for the tag team titles on SmackDown. I have to say it right. It's Rick. Ooh. Mm-hmm. All right, Big Ten, why don't you uh, start us off by telling us... Uh, how close we got to predicting this match? Well, two out of the three of us got this match right. After uh, Love and some fat guy from Ohio predicted the Usos. I had predicted Nakamura and Boogs, but I'm still curious what would have happened what the planned finish of the match was if Boogs didn't tear his quad in the middle <laughs> of the match. That was, that was pretty gruesome. It was. Yeah, so um, I think uh, Vinnie Mac knows how he feels about tearing quads. Hey, uh, no, that's, uh, yeah. So um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really didn't see the first three matches of each night because of work. Um, I started watching the matches until uh, like the fourth match in. So um, why don't you guys go ahead and talk about the matches that you, if you saw these matches. So I did not see this one. I was I just did. getting home from being out and about, and I did not see that one. So I'm going to turn that over to Brian. So the match was your typical back and forth match. It was, it was a start and it was the start of a great match. Um, the match was probably going to go somewhere around 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It would be my guess. But because of the injury, they had to cut it short. What happened was 
is he picked up, I think it was Jimmy Uso on his shoulders, and Jay then jumped on top of Jimmy. Mm -hmm. Because he was supposed to do like a spot where he like either squatted or pressed both of them or something and slammed both of them. But instead, Mm -hmm. his leg gave up and he dropped like a sack of potatoes. He went down quick and hard. Which pretty much forced them to, I'm pretty sure, change the result of the match. Um, Mm -hmm. If not, at least get to the finish quicker. Because they they very, very quickly and abruptly stopped that match with an Usos double-team finisher and then the 1-2-3. The match lasted 6 minutes and 55 seconds. 5 seconds shorter 7. But only because Mm -hmm. of the injury to Boogs. Now, I did see pictures of Boogs' leg given out, and it was not pretty whatsoever. Um, so you can tell injury, when I, there's a fake injury and when there's a rear one, and there is no mm-hmm. fake injury with that at all. No. And uh, I think with Boogs being out, I think what they're getting ready to set up for, is I think it's going to be a good match. Um, I don't know if you guys caught SmackDown last night. I saw a I little bit of it. But I did. They are going to, I think they're getting ready to have Nakamura feud with Reigns for the titles. That could be a possibility. Yeah. I think that's what I saw. Hold on, let me uh, pull it up here real quick. Um, and while I'm doing that, why don't you guys go ahead and move on to the second match of the night? The second match of the night was Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. And all three of us picked this one properly. Um, so mm-hmm. my record for Mania improves to one and one. Two of you uh, moved to two and oh. That one was way too easy for any of us. I can. I think honestly, we could have booked that match in our sleep. And yeah, yeah. one was too predictable. I agree. Yeah. So um, again, I didn't get to see this match. Um, I don't know if you guys did or not. I did not see that match, but what I do, what I did find out is that. Corbin and Moss split last night on SmackDown. Mm, about time. You kind of had a feeling it was going that way. Madcap won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, yeah. and then mm-hmm. uh, Happy Corbin wasn't very happy for him. Ooh. Yeah, pretty much. So it's the protege is now going to be getting uh, the spotlight over the mentor, and the mentor is not going to be so happy anymore. There's, there's yeah. going to be a feud between them starting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, oh, you know, Matt Cat's going to come out and make jokes, crappy jokes about happy. Yeah. Crappy oh. happy. <laughs> so I guess that was a good match then, right? It was 8 minutes and 35 seconds long. It was a very good match. It was a lot of, believe it or not, it was a lot more back and forth than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, 
They had they had they had uh, McIntyre down for the first part of the match, and then you know he came back, and then he was down again, and then all of a sudden at the end he comes back, and then he decides that he wants to split two of the ring ropes with Angela. Ooh! Madcap Moss. He grab, goes and grabs Angela. Madcap Moss was going to step in the ring. He points the sword at him. Goes over there, raises it above his head. Madcap Moss drops down. I think he was trying to cut through all three, but mm-hmm. I don't think he had enough momentum to the, on the third one because of how low it was to the actual ring. And I uh, think yeah. the sword caught the um, um, edge of the ring before it could go through it. But he did get two of the three, mm-hmm. but. Great split. Gone. I'm going to have to look that up then. Yeah, you'll have to watch it. It was fun. Cool. All right. Uh, so moving on to match three, uh, yep. The Miz and Logan Paul versus The Mysterios. So looking um, at off, the... Oh, sorry. Going off the, uh, the list here, I will say the uh, uh, Miz... And Logan Paul defeated the Mysterios. I did see this and match. This was the first match of the night that I did see. This was the last and, match before I had to go to work. And mm-hmm. I thought this. I thought it was a, a good match. I was not seeing. I did not see the curveball that happened at the end with Ms. Nope, Logan, but. I didn't see it coming. I, I mean, I saw it. I watched it, but I didn't see it coming. It's, yeah, but it's The Miz, and you know that he's going to do something like that, and he did. Um, and I think the one time I chose somebody or picked somebody against The Miz, The Miz actually wins. I can tell you that all three of us picked Miz and Logan Paul. Oh, good. So I got that one then. Cool. Yeah. So the two of you are three and zero, oh, and I am two and one so far. Trust me, that'll change. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, it does. It does. <laughs> that'll change. So that was an eleven-minute, fifteen-second match. So that went pretty long. Um, and you know, Logan Paul kind of impressed me. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, actually, here's the thing. Today, there he actually made a uh, a comment, or not a comment, a post, and it's been circulating today that um, he's he's essentially said if you got if anybody ever says that wrestling is fake, it's not, and he says that between the uh, the canvas and the actual ring, you know, there's no padding, so everything that these guys go through is legit, so it's. Kind of good to see like somebody like I'm. I'm not a big fan of Logan Paul, but it's good to see someone from outside. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's good to see someone outside of wrestling admit that it's not fake. I mean, it 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 is to you know storylines and whatnot, but the stuff they do in that ring every night, yeah, they put their bodies on the line every night. So, uh, so, any other thoughts on that match, guys? Uh, it kind of went how we thought it was going to. Yeah, pretty much yeah. my only thought. It was it was a good match. It for 
as many spots as they had and stuff. You know, it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely let Logan in there a lot longer than they would have, like, anybody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. and I think, isn't Logan, isn't he the MMA fighter? He box. He proclaims he's a boxer. So he kind of has a sportsish background. He's got a sporty background. Um, yeah. Now, if it was his brother, that'd be a different story. Right. But, but yeah, the free show. Yeah. But the Miz turning on Logan Paul at the end of the night, I mean, come on. You you could have seen that happening a mile away. Um so anyway, moving on to the next match. Oh, soon after oh. match though. That is true. That is true. I thought he um, would have at least him on Raw the next night and or on Monday night and then done it. Yeah, but Miz is also wanting his WrestleMania moment. He's already has a plan for what he's going to do for next. He has a plan in place for what he's going to do at next year's media. The whole year away, Miz is already planning. So, uh, now moving on to the next match, it's this is the one that I came in to see, and uh, when I was able to start watching it, is Bianca Belair defeated Becky Lynch by pinfall. For the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, that match went 10 minutes, 10 seconds long. So, Big Tim, what was our predictions? <laughs> one of the three of us got that one right. And it wasn't the two of you. <laughs> it was me. I even remember saying that Bianca was going to win. She was going to shock everybody, get her win back. And she did. Mm-hmm. I remember saying that during the prediction show. That was an that was a great match. I I have to say. It was fantastic. Yeah. Them ladies showed out. Yep. It was a yeah, it was a good match for sure. Um nice nice back and forth. Um we did an addendum show and I thought I had uh heard that they were gonna do it like a also having like a uh Scissors on the pole match, but that was totally wrong. Um, I'm trying to remember some of my favorite moments from that match because, like I said, it was a good match. I really think they should have thrown the hair versus title stipulation in it. Much better. Yeah. Um. So that'll be interesting to see. Ooh. It's good. What? You guys good? There was like a little... There was like a sharp uh, sound. I didn't hear it. Okay. Um, anyway, it'll be interesting to see what happens on the... Uh, on what's going to happen between the two of them now. So, um, I honestly think that they're going to have a rubber match. Mm-hmm. So, you're going to see them face off for a third time at WrestleMania Backlash for the title. And I have a feeling that 
when we get to that one. Mm-hmm. That uh, there's going to be no change in thought of who the yeah, so they can move the dude on. So, um, Tim, do you have any final thoughts on that match? I don't have any thoughts on the match itself, but I could tell you that we're all three and one now. All right, oh, that's good. Uh, so, so moving on to the next match, the I guess the one of the first of two exciting matches of night one, in my opinion, um, is Seth freaking Rollins' match. Um, everybody was always speculating on who it was going to be, and I think we all kind of settled on who it was. Yep. So, seeing and hearing Cody Rhodes' music coming out in a WWE ring was just... I was marking out. I was literally pulling into the driveway when he came up out of the ring um, and it was just, that was a beautiful match. Um, and that match went, it was actually the longest match of the night at 21 minutes and, uh, 40 seconds. So, um, how did we fare in our predictions, Tim? <laughs> oh, we all predicted it was Cody. Mm-hmm. And we all predicted Cody would win. So we'll just leave it there. <laughs> okay. Is that a point um, for me? <laughs> yes. That? What was that, Brian? That was that a point for each? Yes. Yeah, it's a point for each. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, but yeah, that was a really good back and forth match. I enjoyed every single moment of it. Um, and they they knocked the sh- they knocked the house down with it. So. Well, you obviously know Seth freaking Rollins is a phenomenal performer. Mm-hmm. And you, you had to figure that for his first match back in years, Cody Rhodes was going to put on a show. And that's exactly what they did. Yep. Mm-hmm. My opinion, and best match of the night. Yes, best match of the night. And for Vince to allow him to use the American Nightmare um, moniker his music, everything that Cody Rhodes made himself out of the years that he's been away, I think that's um, a good, good, it was a great, it obviously was a great idea. Um, there's some things that Vince has done, though, recently that I wasn't too happy about, like on um, Raw, Walter, a.k.a. now known as Gunther, they just Gunther, changed his name. Terrible. And, but that's that's uh, a topic for a whole nother show. Um, my favorite moment from this match, though, is when Cody pulled his father's finishing maneuver on Rollins. That was just um, the most beautiful thing to see. 
And then, of course, it was it was a, it was a magical moment. And of course, another moment was when uh, Cody did a cartwheel in the middle of the ring. Um, that was Stardust. him. Yep, that was him making reference to Stardust. I think they made a reference to it about him washing that away too, putting mm-hmm. that in the past and behind him. Yep. I think one of the reasons he agreed to come back was he didn't have to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to gimmick. He could just plain be the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what what they're going to do with Cody now. Um, Tim, what was your favorite moments from this match? Seeing Cody come out. I mean, I I think we I think the whole world knew that it was going to be Cody, but when it actually mm-hmm. happened, Cody Rhodes in a WWE ring. After literally starting AEW alongside the Young Bucks and everybody else over there. Mm-hmm. And you know, Cody said in an interview, and I I have to look it up, but Cody said in an interview that he wanted to bring everything and Vince was like, Well that's that's what we're buying. That's what that's what we want. Mm-hmm. We want the American Nightmare music. We want this, we want that. You know, we're not gonna make him we're not gonna make you do Stardust anymore. And you know, it's nice to see the Stardust character go away, even though I have uh, personal connections to it that we can talk about another day. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's uh, you know, nice to see Cody be Cody. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, pers- I, I definitely think he's going to get a push for the titles. Um, so, it will be... Uh, like I said, I think the future is bright now with uh, Cody. If you guys, his segment, if you guys haven't seen his segment on Raw yet, you need to watch it. I saw it, and yeah, I need to watch it still. I heard, I heard it was phenomenal. It was a great segment, and it wasn't scripted. No, it was all off the top of the head. So, so I'm gonna have to watch that. Um, so. Moving on to, I don't know how I would rate this match. Um, Charlotte and Ronda. It's just, that match went 18 minutes, 30 seconds. So the third longest match of the night. Um, Charlotte obviously won. Uh, Tim, how close were we on the predictions for this? We weren't. Everybody picked no. Rousey. Uh, I think, um, I seriously think Ronda got screwed. Yeah, Because there was several moments where she technically, in my opinion, won. Um, I knew the match was going to be funky when it was Charles Robinson. Yeah, I didn't even. Re- I forgot about that. Little Nate. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, which is why, because I and I agree with Rhonda. She went to Raw. She's on Raw now, and I think she's cha- uh, going after the Raw Championship. No, she's still mm-hmm. on SmackDown. Oh, she's still on SmackDown. 
I thought oh, I yeah, heard she, and read. Nope, she challenged Charlotte to a match at WrestleMania Backlash. Oh, good. Okay. I swore I thought I saw and heard that she was going over to Raw. No. Okay. Unfinished. Um, I really didn't um, enjoy this match. Um, to be honest with you, because it's Charlotte. Did I just lose Discord? Nope. Nope. Okay. It's not showing up on my phone. Okay, so we'll have to edit that part out, Tim. That's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just... This match didn't really do it for me. Yes, there might, there were some good spots. Um, I love the submission moves that were pulling, but it just wasn't exciting for me. I don't know if it's just because of it being Charlotte. I don't know. It really wasn't that exciting of a match. And the way they ended it with the kick, and then, mm -hmm. oh, in her face, and now she's... They, they punked Ronda. Mm hmm. They made her look like a punk. Yeah. So. I need you to be, need to um, do better. Of That's course. the reason that she left in the first place after she lost the title at WrestleMania four, or whatever mm -hmm. it was, and to uh, Bet Becky two belts last mm -hmm. last year. Um. Because to be honest, I think what they're trying to do with Charlotte is because she's what. 13-time women's champion already? 14. 14? I honestly think they're trying to get it up there where she's at the same amount of titles as Ric Flair. Well, they're going to, but they have to have her drop the title, and she doesn't want to drop the title yet. Yeah. I think they're going to have it so that way if, if she wins it at WrestleMania next year as number 17. Mm -hmm. So she's got to lose it twice and win it twice. Actually, she's mm -hmm. got to lose it three times and win it twice. Yeah. So, uh, Big Tim, what were your thoughts about this match? I'm the same way you guys are. I I don't enjoy Charlotte Flair as a wrestler. It's nothing against Charlotte. It's just I'm not a fan of her style of wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, she's a good promo. She's a good, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just not her style. Just isn't her style. Isn't what I would expect her style for her to have as a character. If that makes sense. Like what? No, is I get she? it. Yeah. What is she? Is she? She's supposed to be the queen. Well, okay. What happened to using bow down to the queen? Mm -hmm. Wasn't that her finishing move in NXT, or am I daydreaming that? No, I think that was her uh, her maneuver at, on NXT, but I think what it is is they haven't really like there's like there's no I know we talked about gimmicks, but even if you're being yourself, there's really nothing there. Right. And I think her to be way too much like her father. Exactly. And that's that's honestly what they're doing. She's Charlotte's not being able to be herself. So. But anyway, we could go on and on about that. 
for in its own episode. So, and I'd rather not either because we need to talk about, in my opinion, the best match of the night on right on night one. I think. <laughs> What's that, t- uh, Brian? I think it was the second best match. Cody, Cody, and Seth stole the show. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're right. So the, I think the second best match of the night is the return to the ring for his last match: Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens in a no holds barred match. And of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin. De- Kevin Owens and that match for as, as we all know Stone Cold's health you know not his health but the injuries he's had that match actually went for 13 minutes 13 minutes and 55 seconds um I mean obviously you could say you could probably say it went a lot longer with the uh, Kevin Owens segment leading up to the match um and it was just beautiful to see that match. Um, Tim, did we uh, pick this one right? We did not predict this. This was not an advertised match. That is right. I know we kind of talked about it. But we never, um, we never put it down. Would I mean I would have picked Stone Cold if I had known it was going to be an actual yeah, match? Yeah, I think we all would have picked. To beat Kevin Owens, yeah. So. Um, so between the segment and the actual match, it was uh, I think it was beautifully done. Um, and I I enjoyed it, you know. And of course, you know when when <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you didn't notice this, uh, when Stone Cold normally when Stone Cold would come out to the ring as an appearance, he's not wearing his knee braces. Right. But when he's when he was in a match, he has his knee braces on. So when I saw him coming out in the knee braces, I'm like, yeah, there's gonna be a match coming out of this, or he's gonna do something that is um requires him to have his knee braces on. And then Kevin Owens just selling the stunner at the end. That was beautiful. So, and I think he, uh, if I remember reading statistics right, uh, he, I think he drank 13 Steve Weisers that night. I could be wrong with my numbers. I think it was his, no, first night was 27. And, and then when we get to this. Steve Weisers, though. No, yeah, that's right, because he only drank one at a time. So I kind of noticed that. Um, so yeah, what were your guys' actual thoughts of the segment? So I know I kind of jumped over you guys. No, I thought the segment was beautifully done, like you said. My favorite moment was not seeing Kevin Owens get the stunner, though. My favorite moment was watching Byron Saxton get get the stunner. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that was beautiful too. You knew it was coming. That's soon as oh, yeah. call me, I know what's happening. Yeah. Um. So night one, 
at least from what I saw, I would give it a uh, eight and a half out of ten. I agree. Um, just because That's of like pretty good Charlotte's match, yeah, like Charlotte's match didn't do it for me. And like I said, I really didn't see anything else. But from what I watched, yeah, I would give it an eight and a half. So, um, which I assume is what you guys are giving it as well. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. So, so yeah, so that was a uh, night one. Um, night two. Hold on. Was uh, hold on. Okay. I okay. just wanted to advise that all three of us went four and two in our predictions for night one of WrestleMania. And oh, wow. that that, uh, that tells me something, you know. If you if the three of us can predict WrestleMania with a point six six seven batting average for the first night, that's <laughs> that's kind of sad. Considering you know we're just three we're three fat dudes from Ohio watching wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, you you're right about that. That's uh, that could just that tells you how predictable oh, oh, just these wait. matches can be. Just wait, just wait for night two. I already know what our predictions look like, <laughs> and honestly, because we never heard from Brian on the additional matches of New Day in Holland, and Sheamus, mm-hmm. and then Omas and Bobby Lashley, I'm striking those two from the record for you and I. Okay. We never got that from him. Just you wait until we run through night two of WrestleMania. Just you wait. Okay. So uh, moving on to night two. Um, for me, pretty much the same same concept. I missed like the first uh, three matches, and I came in right at the uh, women's match. So we're gonna start at the top. Um, Did you go with... back and end up watching that first match though? I did not. Yeah, you need to watch it. The the tag team championship that match was fantastic. I'm gonna have to. Um, but the uh, I it was a triple what happened. Yeah, I I kind of could figure out what happened. I mean, I know who won. Um, so it was RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus. Alpha Academy with uh, RK Bro winning. That match went 11 minutes 30 seconds. Um, so Tim, let's see how close we predicted this one. On the money, all three of us. RK Bro. All winning. right. Um, I think I had even predicted that Riddle and Orton would both hit RKOs during the match, and I'm pretty sure they did. If I remember right. Oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah, they did. I'll have to. I'll have to go and watch that match. But uh, why don't you guys go ahead and kind of discuss that then, since you guys probably both watched it. I'll hand off to Brian here. Okay, so it was a great back and forth match between the three. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely a lot of high flying spots. And of mm-hmm. course, with the three profits, you know Montez is going to just absolutely, and he he yeah. does, you know, over the ropes. And everything. But as to Tim's point of calling both of them hitting RKOs, 
probably the best spots that were there. First was um, Montez Ford goes up to the top rope to hit. I think he was going to hit a frog splash or something. Brittle jumps mm-hmm. up to the top rope from the apron, grabs on the Ford, and RKO's him from the top rope. Mm-hmm. And then Chad Gable goes to jump on, I think, Montez, who was down. Orton comes in, RKO's him when he's coming off of the top, from flying off the top rope. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I think he was, did he do? Yeah, it was, he was just jumping off. I don't think he was doing a moonsault or nothing. Mm-hmm. Or a flip, but they, you have to go watch them. They were fantastic, phenomenal, entertaining. Um, okay. A lot of back and forth. A lot of back and mm-hmm. forth. Um, everybody got their, their moment to shine. All six all six competitors. So, But okay. the, the RKOs were probably the best part of that match. And then I think happened afterwards. Um, Abel. The Street Profits were celebrating with RK Bro. Mm-hmm. Gable Stevenson in the, uh, in the ring to celebrate with them. And mm-hmm. then Gable slaps the cup out of his hand. And Gable then proceeds to take that on a ride with which was pretty, pretty. Mm. So you'll have to watch that part. That... While the other guys are like, have at it. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you're. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch that one. Um, so the second match of the night, as you know, Tim pointed out, this was uh, an additional match that. We uh, kind of talked about with our addendum show, and I we forgot to get your uh, picks for this. So this one's going to be scratched from the record, uh, but it was Bobby Lashley versus Omos, and uh, or Omas is how they actually pronounce it. And uh, Bobby defeated him by pinball, pinfall, and that match went six minutes thirty five seconds. Um, again, this was a match I didn't see, but I I did. Um, Catch the follow-up or the aftermath of this match. Um, so if you guys actually saw the match, why don't you guys go ahead and talk about it? Go on. That's all I'm going to say about it. What was that? Yawn. Oh. Yeah, it was not a very exciting match. I was so not excited. I was uh, on my phone the entire time the match went on. So this would have been the uh, bathroom food break match then. Although I, I kind of could have predicted that Bobby Lashley was going to be Omos. You know, mm-hmm. you saw it coming when he knocked them down on, I think it was Monday Night Raw before. Yeah. Yeah. You know what doesn't so, make sense, but then, Hmm. Next night on Raw, MVP left him left Lashley for a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's going to be an interesting development. I don't know why. Um, 
Probably because Omos is a big monster and probably, you know, that's that's all that storyline mode. Maybe somebody wants, uh, like, MVP, somebody like that to mentor Omos to get him better in the ring. I don't know. Um, so I'm, I'm glad I missed that match then. Yeah. Don't even Could go be. back and watch it. Don't even. Okay. If, if that match comes, now, if you go back and watch the first match, just skip to the next one. And it's only okay. gonna only gonna take you about three minutes to skip through if you do it like double time. Um, here, here, now this match, can, I do want to go. Well, let, let, let me just put it like this: If I had a choice of rewatching the Omos and Bobby Lashley match and washing my mouth out with soap, I would wash my mouth out with soap. I'll just leave it there. Okay. If I had to okay. go back and watch the Bobby Lashley Omos match, or have to watch. A Browns fan celebrate a win over the Steelers. I would pick a Browns fan celebrating a win over, and that's saying a lot. Um, I actually <laughs> would like to. I would like to interject for just a second. I do want to say, as a Browns fan, that it was very sad to see that Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins passed away today at the age of twenty-four to being hit by a car, actually being hit by a garbage truck yes. uh, in Florida today. So since you mentioned the Steelers, I did want to, even though I'm a Browns fan, it, this is bigger than a game. This is bigger than oh, football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, and, you know, yeah. he he had his issues with Washington, um, but he was getting, Pittsburgh was the best fit for him because they have a no bullcrap policy. They don't put up with mm-hmm. that stuff. And he was he was actually starting to show up to practice, work with the guys, try and turn himself into a leader to potentially say Mitch Trubisky doesn't work out. And we all know Mason Rudolph is a garbage can. So mm-hmm. he could potentially take a starting starting spot. I think he I think he had a good shot at number two behind Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. But you know stupid garbage truck driver. Yeah. So, so I'm sure um, going to do something this season to honor him. So. Yeah, and I'm sure they will. I'm sure the NFL will as well. Um, so now moving on to our next match. Um, this one I want to go back and watch is Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Um, with Johnny defeating Sami Zayn. And an anything goes match that went on for 14 minutes 25 seconds. Uh, before we get into talking, yeah, a gimmick match, yeah. For a gimmick match, this is a really good one. Um, so yeah, that's why I want to go back and look. But before we delve into talking about it, uh, Tim, this one I believe was on our prediction list. Was let's just say everyone's two and zero. Alright, good uh, So um some of the highlights I did see of the match from you know highlight reels and stuff like that is um We Man Body Slam Sami Zayn. That was yes. so great. That was so great. My favorite <laughs> part of the match. And then uh Mark Henry's son made his WrestleMania debut. Come on, yes, you guys. Yes, you guys, yes. you guys, what's that? 
I said, see how Tim and I excited for. <laughs> hey, I was hoping you guys would have uh, the giant hand. You know, come on, come on. Even- yeah, I'm not touching that one with a twenty foot pole. Uh-uh. Even Mark Henry made the joke about it. Okay. Still not touching that um, one with a twenty foot pole. Not messing up. Yeah, I. <laughs> May Young was looking down, being all happy about her son. Stop it. Um, Just stop. No, I, 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 right now. <laughs> Move on. Move on. on. Bowling ball. Um, there was a bowling ball. Yeah, I need to go back and watch that. So. Yes. Uh, yes, the bowling ball. The bowling ball. How about the uh, um, mouse trap taped on to the table? The mouse trap. Oh. Ball. That was, uh, I saw the highlight of that, and that was like, oh. And then the giant mouse trap. The giant mouse trap, which didn't work when he pulled the string. <laughs> he had to literally, like, force it out. I was, I'm, I'm glad that the string didn't, though, because could you imagine the amount of pressure that would have came down with that, though? He'd have been all right. He took Tom's Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's true. Um. You got so taser. yeah, moving taser. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch this match. Uh-huh. The match, the match that I actually was able to start watching it on is this next match: the Fatal Four Way for the Women's Tag SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Thanks, no, the women's women's tag. Yeah, the women's tag team champions. I the do think we should split and make a men's and women's. Oh, uh, Raw and SmackDown. Well, um, at the end of the at the end of this night, there are some things that had just come up that we can talk about. Um, but this match went on for ten minutes fifty seconds, and I am so happy because I think uh, I think we predicted this one right as well, right, Tim? You know, for everybody. What was that? Everybody is still undefeated on night two of WrestleMania. <laughs> So I am uh I'm pretty ecstatic for Sasha and Naomi to to win. I'm not um Carmella and Queen Zelina definitely needed to they needed to oh, they're splitting up. Yeah, they already oh, split. Yeah. They already split. Carmella's split going on. on her honeymoon with Graves here soon. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was watching and, Twitter and I uh, 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 Zelina, Queen Zelina was like, "Hey, is my uh, the person I sent to ruin the, the wedding doing good over there?" And Sonya Deville's like, "Nope, everything's." Pe-. By the way, I lied. Brian picked Liv, oh. and Ra- Liv and Rhea to win. I did. Oh. oh, but I did. I did say I went with my my heart, not my head. Yeah. 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 Uh. uh Dr. Love and I went with our head and not our heart. For three and oh. And that's why I'm sad because they need to push them more often. Those two are cute together. They're splitting. Oh yeah, no, I agree. They're, but they're getting ready to split. Especially now that um oh what's her name? They uh she just was announced that she's coming to SmackDown. But Raquel. she used to be Yeah. She used Raquel to be partners Martin. with Formerly Raquel Gonzalez. 
Yeah, because she used to be partners with uh, Rhea in NXT. So. I heard but, that uh, I would like to... and Liv have another ta- uh, title match, though. They do. They have another tag match, I think, this coming Friday. On Friday SmackDown, I think. On SmackDown? Yeah. Next week? Yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's on SmackDown. So, um, this was a really good match. There was a lot of good spots. Um, I enjoyed it, for sure. Um, just the random pairing of Natalia and Shayna Baszler, though. Like, they're kind of like total opposites of each other. But sometimes the best tag teams make are, are you know, they're the best out of uh, mixed, you know, opposites of track, you know. Um, so what are your guys' final thoughts of the match? I, I thought it was, oh, go ahead. I thought it was a good match. Um, mm-hmm. some some really good back and forths. Um, I'm sad Liv and Rhea didn't win, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they did have new plans for them. Um, but you you kind of knew that Liv and, or uh, Rhea, not uh, Sasha and Naomi were going to win when you saw the match mm-hmm. going going so. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tim? Yeah, I thought the match was one of the better matches of the night. Um, The only caveat to me is it just seemed like, to me, the easiest way to put as many women as possible on the card. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And that that is me indicting WWE for not having better women's storylines than to throw eight women into one tag team match for the titles. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love watching like Liv, Liv Morgan, Sasha, Naomi. They're three of my favorite women's wrestlers. But you could have done so much more than one match. I'm sorry. You could have. Mm-hmm. Especially when we go down and, and talk about a match that is two matches away from what we're uh, going to be talking about here. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, we'll move on to the next match now. Um, like, I think this is probably, like, the best night or best match of this night. Um, and that match, this match went 24 minutes and five seconds. It was Edge versus AJ Styles. Um, Big Tim, how were we on this one? Nailed it. Yeah. All across the board, all three of us. All three of us nailed it. You and I are still four are now four and zero on night two. Um, I did not like the ending of this match per se. Uh, the back and forth was beautiful. Um, Edge was really channeling his darker side for sure. Um, but. The ending, though, with uh, Damian Priest coming out to distract AJ, it just wasn't a clean finish, in my opinion. And it should have been a clean finish. Um, how did you, you guys like this match? I'm going to take over the talking for just a second because 
I had read that Edge is going to be leading a new faction. And Mm -hmm. he and the first rumored member was quite literally Damian Priest. Guess who the second Mm -hmm. rumored member is? Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Rhea Mm -hmm. Ripley. So I'm. Uh, there was something I was gonna. Where was I going with that? Now I've lost what I was thinking. So, quick side note. Um, I don't know if you guys have. I know Brian's on Twitter, but I don't know if you are, Tim. I'm not. But the um, the young protege that's with uh, I don't know what he's called in AEW, but it's the House of Black. Made comment about Edge and Damian Priest forming, and he says it was a, like, I think... Okay, you, so what uh, they did was they put Damian Priest and Edge on Twitter, WWE did, and said, name this duo, and the mm-hmm. guy said a bootleg House of Black. Yeah. Pretty much. And then, I was reading through some of the replies from people, and they were just laying into him. And of course, most of it, most of it was like, "Oh, well, hey, you must have forgotten what the, who the brood are or who the Ministry of Darkness were." Um, I think with this new faction that Edge is forming, I th- honestly think it's um, going to be a mix between the brood and Ministry of Darkness. So, um, I love this new character of Edge. I really do. I like the darker side of Edge. Um, what did you think of the match, Brian? It was a really, really, really good match. Um, I love the back and forth they had between them. Um, just when you thought one, they were gonna put it, take it one way, they switched it back the other way, and then it went back again. Mm-hmm. The ending. I didn't expect Damian Priest to come out. I was kind of like, what the hell is he doing there? And who is he helping out? Mm-hmm. And then when the match ended, I was like, okay, I get it now. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what's going on. So I kind of figured that's what they were Yeah. Yeah, so apparently... So it was definitely a good match. They think Edge's new stable is going to be called the Grand Jury. Yeah, don't like the name. Neither do I. But, you know, I'm pretty sure that at the time when Ministry of Darkness was formed, people didn't like that either. I'm sure of it. But, I mean, I'm sure it's going to change from that. I mean, that's the rumors of it, but it could change. Uh, so, the next match, which, as um, Tim pointed out, was another one that is going to be stricken from the records. Probably the shortest WrestleMania match ever at nope. a minute 40. Nope. nope. The shortest match is when The Rock defeated Eric Rowan in six seconds. WrestleMania 2016, I believe it was. And then the next shortest was Sheamus beating Daniel Bryan in eight. 
Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, For the World well, Heavyweight. You know, back when Daniel well, Bryan was with AJ Lee. Oh, okay. Well, the shortest match of both nights, then. Yes. Um, Sheamus and Ridge Holland was Butch. Defeated the New Day. Um, I think this match could have had so much potential. Um, I loved that New Day came out with Big E-inspired uh, ring gear. Um, if it wasn't for Butch going all crazy, this match, I think, could have gone a lot um, longer. Um, yeah, it just... It, it had it had so much potential. Um, so I don't know what you guys think of it. I, I just have a one word answer for this for this one. Similar similar but different to what I said about Bobby Lashley and Omos match. Instead of mm-hmm. yawn, my word for this match is why. Yeah. Why, I would have to agree with you. Why so short? No, the sad part was... That's a good question. The sad part was that match was supposed to be on night one, and it got cut for time mm-hmm. on night one. Well, it was supposed to be a three-on-three tag match. Right. But we all know what happened that that didn't happen. Yep. So I think what's going to happen is um, once Big E comes back, I think that they're going to continue this feud. But once Big E has been cleared to come back, I think we'll have a longer match. But I, I just don't like what they're doing with with him, with Butch. Like, that's not Pete Dunn. So, I don't know. Like, like I said, I just... This, the next two matches were better than this. <laughs> um, so moving on, this this next match was on the uh, prediction list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. The match went nine minutes forty seconds with Pat McAfee winning by pinfall. Uh, how close were we on this prediction, Tim? <laughs> Let's just say you and I still have it lost on night two. Okay. Um, I was honestly, I was well surprised with Pat on how well he actually did. Um, it was a fun match. It was a fun little match. I, I will, you know, I'll give it to that. Um, definitely better than the match before that. Um, I still don't like Austin Theory. I think he's a total tool. But um, I, I I thought it was a fun little match. And of course you have Michael Cole on commentary um, just in support of I Pat McAfee. Huh? He was losing his mind the entire match. It was I crazy. know. And I, I love though during uh, the end of it End of this match, Cole was like, he, he made reference to his undefeated streak at WrestleMania. 
I'm like, oh, you really had to go there, Cole, didn't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, again, what what were your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I was, I was uh, happy to see McAfee do so well. I mean, I I knew he could do well because I've seen some of his NXT matches. When he was part of uh, six, I think he was part of a few six-man tag matches with uh, Birch and I forget who the other one was at the time. Tony Lord Birch. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I knew he could go, but I didn't know he could go like this. You know, the suplex mm-hmm. that he delivered to Theory off the top rope, jumping up onto oh my God, the yeah. top rope, then grabbing Theory and just basically flinging him backwards. Over his head for the suplex. My word, mm-hmm. I, I was highly impressed by that one. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I was just in shock and awe on Pat McAfee's athleticism. So, um, I was very impressed. With yeah, he he, he did he did really well. Hmm. And then, of course, you know, we, we sh- kind of should have talked about this, too, because WrestleMania, they just go all out for their entrances. But uh, I love uh, loved Pat McAfee's entrance. And I just I want to know how much they had to pay uh, White Stripes to play Seven Nation Army for Pat McAfee's entrance. But uh, yeah, I I enjoyed this. Um, and I'm sure you guys did too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now the unnecessary match, to say the least. Um, and I think I think you guys kind of made reference that there was going to be some type of Vince McMahon esque uh uh risk to the match beforehand. Yes, we did. But I was not expecting a full-blown-on match. Uh, so we had Mr. McMahon versus Pat McAfee. Three minutes, 45 seconds long. And, of course, we saw Mr. McMahon winning and actually getting his one and only win at WrestleMania. Uh, first, let me just say, holy cow, Vince McMahon at 79 years old, and he is... Still jacked. I was. Uh, I'm. I'm feeling a little ashamed of myself. Huh? Still doesn't have quads. No, but I'm. I'm a little ashamed of myself that an almost 80 year old man is probably in more better health than all three of us. Yeah. Combined, yes. Um. Again, it. You guys were right. There was going to be a Vince McMahon S to the, you know, to this feud. Um, I mean, I don't know if you really consider it a match, though, because it was more of Vince really just picking on Pat. But thank God for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because that definitely saved the segment, or saved the match segment. Um... Not gonna lie though, when they started the Vince McMahon match, 
I'm like, Stone Cold's gonna get involved somehow. Um, and that was a fun, funny segment as well. Um, Austin Theory can sell the crap out of a stunner. The stunner anymore, Mr. No, Vince, Vince, yeah, <laughs> the absolute worst. Did you see Mick Foley's reaction to that stunner? Yes, I saw that. Oh my, and, uh, he lost it. And I, I will, I don't know if you noticed it, but when Stone Cold went to go pull that on Vince, Stone Cold was just laughing his butt off about it because Vince couldn't sell it. Um, and then of course Byron was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't getting back." I think Byron was out there for that. Yeah, he was. Um, he's like, "Nope, I ain't getting back in there." And then, um, of course Pat McAfee could sell a stunner too. Um, and then him just down there drinking his Steve Weiser. Well, he's laying on um, the ground stunned. Yeah. So I, I didn't. Stone Cold give Michael Cole one too. No, no, no. Um, His days of giving Michael Cole stunners are over. Well, I was talking about a Steve Weiser. No, he. Didn't, I swear I he gave someone else one. I don't think he did. His brother. Yeah. He gave it. His brother came into the ring and got one. Um. Well, yeah, that was. I loved that segment. That was a funny segment to watch, which I think saved. What. Happened with Vincent Pat. Um, he also threw one to the referee. Yeah, probably his last match ever. Uh, Stone Cold got his last match ever. And, of course, Baker, I think, essentially, he's done. He's in the Hall of Done. Even though he did say in his speech, never say never, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do hope so. My dad. I do hope though that this means that Vince is going to be stepping down soon. Um, 
and hopefully Triple H will take over because everything that Triple H has worked for with old NXT was that was a really good product. Um, so if this ha if that happens where Triple H actually is able to take over, I think the product with you know main roster stuff I think will get better. Um, moving on. To the last match, uh, the big match, at least being billed as, uh, went 12 minutes, 15 seconds long. Uh, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman versus Brock Lesnar uh, to unify the championships. Uh, Tim, let me guess. You and I went undefeated in night two. Nope. Nobody picked Reigns. Oh, so, um, this was an interesting match, say the least. Um, trying to recall, um, definitely a good back and forth. Um, and then, of course, we had the ending. So um, while I'm collecting my thoughts, why don't you guys go ahead and talk about this match? Really big seesaw back and forth. A lot of false finishes, if I remember this correctly. Um, didn't see it put, I mean, I guess it makes storyline mm -hmm. sense long term. Um, sounds like Lesnar is supposed to be at WrestleMania Backlash, but it sounds like the program is done between Lesnar and Reigns, so it won't be for the mm -hmm. unified ta uh, unified tag team. Yeah, unified WWE and Universal Championships. What about you, Brian? Yeah, I. I enjoyed it. Um, I I thought it was going to be a little bit different. I didn't think that he needed to do the whole, you know, ref gets knocked out, cheat to win thing. Mm -hmm. But that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. So, but it was a great um, match back and forth. I thought Heyman was going to have a little more involvement. There could have been a possible swing where they did that he turned on Roman. Uh-huh. But they didn't do that. No. Um, but I think yeah, I would they're gearing up to have The Rock come back and beat up Roman at some point. That's, that's going to happen. It has to happen because that's what everybody and their brother is wanting. Um, but I have to agree with you, Brian. I think the way that they ended it was kind of shouldn't have happened, but that Kimura lock that Brock had on Roman, oh, that almost broke his arm. Um, I'll tell you what, that submission move is no joke. Um, I've had that put on me when I did martial arts. Um, if put on correctly, because the way that Brock puts on is to where. It's not going to actually break the arm. 
the actual way that you do that is you're actually on the side of the person. So you're you're wrapped around their leg, but you're on the side and you hook it in there and then you just jerk it upwards and it will snap. Your arm will snap really easily. So the way that he has it set is to where it's not going to actually do that. But he had that on tight. So, um, but yeah, I think what's going to happen is, um, I think here in the next couple of months, we'll probably be seeing a new belt. Um, cause Lesnar did make reference to a new belt. Um, and then Brian, Brian, Tim's going to kill me for this. Cause I already made this joke once today. You do know what the unified WWE Universal Championship belt stands for now? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. The Uwu belt. <laughs> Just shoot me. <laughs> Bang. Um... Yeah, I, that was uh, another one that made its rounds in the uh, the meme factory, if you will. Um, so for night two, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Um, because, you know, those two non-really needed matches. Um, honestly, if it wasn't for the... Mr. McMahon match or the Bobby Lashley match, I think I probably would have given it a 10 out of a 10. Um, Brian, how would you rate night two? Uh, eight, nine. Okay. Not quite enough. M- that, that Vince McMahon yeah. Pamela match did that for me. Eight and a half. Yeah. Same. Eight and a half? Yeah. Vince McMahon match didn't need to happen. And. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think about that here. So I'm I'm a little more gracious than you two are. That's true. You are. So, so with that being said, um, Tim. Yes. How combining both nights? How well did we do on this prediction? <laughs> oh. Well, all I'm going to say is, with our setup the way it was, WrestleMania 2022 was approximately 75% predictable for two of us. You and mm-hmm. I went 9-3 and three in our WrestleMania predictions, and Brian went 8-4. and four. That's still not too bad. Nope, not at all. Uh, that's still not too bad. Um, so the next pay-per-view is WrestleMania Backlash. And uh, before we get into that, though, you did, I think it was you, Brian, that make reference to the two championship belts, you know, the between the two shows, right? Yeah. So there is a rumor going around that now that they've unified the um, two main belts, 
they are going to unify the two tag team belts again. So that is probably going to be coming down the line. And with that happening, I think we're probably going to have another... Uh, we're not going to have another brand split again. Um, just because they kind of have cut their rosters down, they don't need to have that many belts. Because um, they're going to probably combine their divisions again. Um, and we rarely get to see the United States Championship Belt or the Intercontinental Championship Belt anymore. So... Um, so, is yeah, that, that is... Uh, what's that? Is that why they put the Intercontinental Belt on Ricochet? Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's probably the reason why. Um, so, WrestleMania Backlash is going to be on May 8th. That's coming up here in about a month. Um, so far, we only have the one match build, and that's Charlotte versus Ronda in an I Quit match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So, uh, uh, I wonder who's going to win that one. So, that's the only match that is uh, being built for that right now. So, and that's going to be... Uh, that premium live event is going to take place in Providence, Rhode Island, in the Dunkin' Donuts Center. So, if you were interested about that. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, our WrestleMania recap. Um, so we'll definitely be keeping an eye out on the news for uh, up until WrestleMania backlash. Uh, I'm sure we'll be uh, having um, our prediction show for that beforehand. Uh, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about wrestling-wise? So I'm looking back at our Elimination Chamber predictions just to see how it how we're doing so far. I don't think we got any Elimination Chamber predictions from Brian. But... No. Looking no. back, it looks as though... And I'm only doing records. I'm not doing any point systems or anything like that. Uh, just mm -hmm. to see how it looks. And right now, combined between the two pay-per-views... Uh, Dr. Love is 14 and 4. I am 13 and 5. Brian is 8 and 4. Because Brian only did WrestleMania with us. I thought he did Royal Rumble. I don't have the Royal Rumble results on a document. Oh. So okay. I can't exactly judge Royal Rumble without having everything in front of me. Mm -hmm. So. So once once you find that information, sir, uh, we'll get everything squared away. Because I swore Brian did Royal Rumble with us. I'm, I'm pretty sure he did, but like I said, 
we didn't take we didn't write them the uh, predictions down like we did for Elimination Chamber and for WrestleMania. So I can't uh, okay. I can't tell us what our predictions were because I simply just don't see it. I don't see the okay. I don't see the documents at least right now at all. I, I okay. mean I'm going in and checking to see maybe it's there and I just don't see it, but yeah. Well I mean that's that's an that's an easy fix though. Yeah, but I mean it's crazy to think that you and I who are more I'm gonna say we're more the casual fan. I mean, we're, I mean, we like love watching wrestling, but we're not somebody mm-hmm. who's diving in head first, needing to spend every minute living, breathing wrestling. The fact that you and I mm-hmm. are a combined twenty-eight and seven, or something like that, uh, twenty-seven and eleven says something you know oh we're 27 yeah. and 9 combined right now Nine, well 18, and then um 23 yeah. once we get um yeah so once once we figure out brian's uh stuff from wrestlemania um oh, we already have he should be right Mania. almost our royal rumble um he'll be right up there along with us too and brian would you you would probably uh, categorize yourself as a casual wrestling fan as well, right? Yeah. So, I mean, for all three of us to be, I mean, just going off WrestleMania alone, we're being so close with predictions. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's interesting. So, hey, wait a second. Um, Hold on one second. Oh, wait a minute. I did math wrong. Hold on. Uh oh. Oh, it's him. No math. It's a plus one for both of us in the win column. We oh. want to combine eleven and three at elimination chamber. Okay. So right now, because we don't have the Royal Rumble results, we are a combined. You might have to go back and yeah, we're combined thirty-seven and thirteen in predicting matches between the three of us so far this year without Royal Rumble. Oh wow, that's. Pathetic, and the fact that we of all people can predict WrestleMania, we can predict. I, I've always said I could write this stuff, and honestly, mm-hmm. I think looking at this, any one of the three of us could write this stuff. I mean, we could we could run websites like Cage Side Seats or other websites that I've seen about wrestling. We could run this stuff, and we're casual fans. I mean, what does that tell? Right. What does that tell the? What does that tell the wrestling world when three fat guys in Ohio can predict um, wrestling matches, predict who's going to win without actually writing it and knowing who's going to win? Uh, I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. that, that's that's do better WWE. That's all I'm going to say. Stop being predictable. <laughs> I would now get off my soapbox. No. Yes. Yes. Um, So, Brian, did you have any final thoughts? No. All right. Well, uh, this is Dr. Love from the Cosmic Conversion Show. 
wishing you all a happy night, and uh, we enjoy you guys. We I shouldn't say enjoy. Uh, we'll cut that part out, Brian. Or Tim. Okay. So this is uh, Dr. Love with the Cosmic Convergence uh, from the Dr. Yeah. Wow. This is big. <laughs> I got this. This is Big Tim okay. from the Cosmic Convergence show with Big Tim, of course, and Dr. Love signing off for now. And 